join me as we listen to Jesus' story as told by Matthew. May these few minutes spent listening today draw us closer to Jesus, and may our lives also testify to His power and grace. Hello, I'm Michelle Edwards, a member of First Lutheran, and today I'm reading Matthew chapter 21, verses 23 to 46. Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked, and who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we're afraid of the people, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. Then he said, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two sons did what his father wanted? The first, they answered. He said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did, and even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. The tenants seized the servants. They beat one and killed another and stoned a third. Then he sent other servants to them, more than the first time, and the tenants treated them the same way. Last of all, he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, this is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? He will bring those wretches to a wretched end, they replied, and he will rent the vineyard to other tenants who will give him his share of the crop at harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read the scriptures? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and the Lord has done this. It is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. Anyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard Jesus' parables, they knew he was talking about them. They looked for a way to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowd because the people held that he was a prophet. I like to call this passage from Matthew, Jesus talks to the church people. When Jesus was in Jerusalem, he made it his routine to go to the temple. 
It was a gathering place, a social center as well as a religious one. There were always people around and things going on. It wasn't uncommon for people to gather there to find conversation on religious, political, or social issues of the day. Church leaders, and what we might call prominent members of the congregation, would be part of the mix, speaking with the authority of their position and the current chief priest, influencing people to their way of thinking about things. So that's where Jesus was, at the temple, talking with people, teaching them about God and how to live to honor and please Him. And the chief priests and elders, you know, the important people, came up to Him and demanded to know whose message He was teaching. What are his credentials, anyway? People were listening to this guy, and he was not following the party line, not repeating the accepted teachers, teachings of any known teacher or school of thought. How dare he? Who does he think he is? You can almost hear their outrage, right? People were listening to this nobody instead of to them. What if this continued? What would they, that do to their standing, their power and influence? So they made their demand probably waiting to denounce Jesus' lack of formal education or his misguided interpretations. But Jesus is on to their tricks. He has a question of his own, one that stymies them. It sounds like a question about belief, but Jesus knows they aren't interested in that. All they're concerned about is how their answer will make them look. One answer might get them in trouble with the crowds of people standing around listening. The other would make them look like hypocrites. So they come up with a non-answer. We don't know. Jesus, he saw right through them. He tells them he won't answer their question either and starts to tell a story about a man with two sons. A man goes to the first son, tells him to do something, and the son refuses. Later, the son feels guilty, so he goes and does what his father asked. Meanwhile, the man goes to the second son, tells him to do the same thing, and this son readily agrees. But he doesn't go and do what his father asked. Jesus asked the chief priests and the elders which son obeyed. They said the first one. Jesus told another story about a man who rented out his vineyard and had tenants who wouldn't give him his share of the harvest. They beat up and even killed the servants he sent to collect. Finally, he sends his son to collect the, the debt and they kill him. He asked the priests and the elders what the owner would do to those tenants. And they predicted that the landowner would take vengeance, punish the tenants, and replace them. Now next, Jesus did something that surprised those leaders. He quoted scripture to them about the stone the builders rejected. And now those chief priests and elders understood what Jesus was saying. He was telling them that they were like the second son who disobeyed. They were like the wicked tenants. This is what you call a moment. Jesus just flipped the script on those pompous men. They saw themselves as so righteous, so good, and so much better than other people. Jesus turned their whole worldview upside down. They were the sinners, the ones whose relationship with God was broken. They were in danger of being shut out of heaven, of being cast away from God's presence. And even worse, the wretched sinners they looked down on people like tax collectors and prostitutes. These people were saved because they repented and believed. This is what the message of Jesus does. It turns things upside down. He came to tell people that God loves the lowly, the sinful, the lost, the suffering people. God's perspective is completely different than a human one. 
the people who have no power or wealth on earth could still be the leaders and rich beyond imagination in heaven. It was a moment, an opportunity for each one of those chief priests and elders to look into their own hearts and wonder what God would see there. They could have considered whether he would be pleased with what he saw. And did they truly want approval and honor from God more than they wanted it from everyone around them? They may have missed their own opportunity for self-reflection, but these are questions for us as well. We should be on guard about getting complacent about our own standing in God's family. We shouldn't make assumptions or judgments about others. Each of us will answer to God for our own choices and actions. We need to stay focused on being close to God, to knowing Him, so that we can follow His ways. We have the chance to live for Him in response to the great gifts of love, grace, and mercy He has showed us. Those priests and elders were too stuck in their human perception of righteousness and power to see the truth that Jesus was teaching. They refused to see that our status on earth is not at all the same thing as our status with God. His perspective is completely different, and His is the one that matters. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to see the world from your perspective. Remind us to see others as you see them. Teach us to live as you want us to, reflecting your holiness and love to others. Amen.